Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 year taxi squad. We are IDP We are back. It's once again IDP Nation. We are nine days away from football, Daryl. How you feeling? A lot better. Now that it's upon us, I feel good about it. I ain't, ain't going I was a little worried. Single digits. Yeah, a lot of the uh, COVID, um, although, you know, we mentioned it on the other, uh, on, the, on the lounge the other day. That we were a little worried about uh, possibly protests, canceling games. In fact, Russell Wilson, um, I read over the weekend, basically said if they pl- had a game over that weekend, they may have uh, sat out in protest. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's, you know, the, the other sports are back to business. Uh, Roger Goodell today announced that he's going to put some things in the end zone, you know, end racism. And I can't remember the other one, but uh, to try to... Oh, uh, was it... Uh, oh, uh, I just seen it. What the was one it? was End Racism. I can't remember the other one. Flyer scored again. Yeah. yeah They're I'm still alive to... and kicking. Sorry. We, we have to bring hockey in every once in a while. Yeah. You know, you're going to be proud of me, but I've watched more hockey in this playoffs this year than I've probably watched my entire life. Hockey's great. Um... It's nice to be able. I mean, with no NFL preseason football, it's nice to have something to watch. Because yeah, I'm kind of digging it. Huh? Normally, the month of August is straight preseason. I'm watching preseason game after preseason game. The NFL Network shows them like 18 times a piece. Yeah, you, know, you watch your, uh, you know, uh, Kyrie blasphemy, uh, run the ball for your Titans. You know, f- for 20 carries. Um, you don't you dare, don't you dare badmouth my Titans. We will fight right now. Well, you're not going to like me very much later, so we'll uh, get that out I don't away. like you now, but see, that's where you're wrong. I don't like you now. i got to find a way to cut down on the glare back here, but uh, no, welcome to IDP one. Nation. And if you want to join the fun in our predictions, uh, hashtag IDP Nation predict, I think is the word. Yes, IB, IDP Nation predict is the uh, hashtag that you can use. Uh, this will be on YouTube a couple days normally after we record. Um, if you want to follow my school schedule, uh, it's here, by the way, too. You know, Daryl doesn't like when we uh, switch to this camera, which would cut that out, but, you know, whatever. Maybe it's because he doesn't like his close-up. Hang on. I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway... We have yeah, some you. things. Uh, we have some new sponsors uh, that we will be getting. What it was? Was it too glary when when it's up close like that? How's that? Too much glare, too much shine, too much shine turtle wax. That. God, I hate you. We, we were you? supposed to be a PG show here. Anyway, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, you did not say, say anything. The, the this will be on YouTube though. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yes, join us on YouTube if you per- want to see some things. We do have something to show off here a little bit later. 
Uh, but we yes. have some important news. Uh, my iPad's currently showing the Flyers game, so you're going to have to live without some, some sound effects for right now. That's all right. Uh, so what's in the news? Uh, so, yeah, um, our first piece of news, and I've actually found a few here. Um, the big news is the Jacksonville Jaguars traded away Yannick Ngakwe to the Vikings for a 2021 second and the conditional 2022 fifth, uh, which could be moved up to a fourth. I forget what the... No, it could be moved up to a second if the Vikings win the Super Bowl. Oh, I didn't see that part. Okay. Yes, it's a fourth. I, th- I think it's a fifth. And it's a fourth if he makes a Pro Bowl. It's a fifth. That's what I saw. It's a third if he does something else. And then it's a second if they win the Super Bowl. So the Vikings win the Super Bowl. Jacksonville gets a higher pick. That's pretty smart on there. Or no, it's a third, I, th- I guess. A second and a third if they... They get a second. Yeah, they got a second this year, and then the conditional pick is next year, 2022. Yeah, I guess it's a third if they win the Super Bowl. This is what the deal is, so... Jacksonville's in full tank mood. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Uh, they also cut Leonard Fournette this week. That was crazy. I'm sitting here in one of my meetings, and I, and I did have uh, the TV on while the meeting's going on on mute and and up on the screen and my phone starts blowing up that Yannick Ngakwe got cut by the Jaguars and I'm like what the hell and I get the reason what's that Fournette not Ngakwe oh yeah yeah um we were talking about Ngakwe Uh, but but with Fournette I heard that they released him that early in the hopes that somebody would come get him come trade like a sixth or seventh round pick for him but according to doug maroon nobody wanted him and uh he cleared waivers completely so that's a pretty good sign that nobody wanted him um will he get signed i'm I'm pretty sure tomorrow he'll sign somewhere um because yeah i was shocked that they didn't the bears need a running back oh yeah bears be a good fit i think um People keep saying Seattle, but I, I mean, I, I don't see it. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that either. They're more likely to bring Clowney back tomorrow than they are sign a running back. I mean, Carson's back. Um, Carlos Hyde's, you know, going to sub in until Penny can get back on the field. Um, they, they drafted DJ Dallas. They have Travis Homer. You know, those aren't, you know, extremely, you know, those aren't the, the Seahawks type of backs. I mean, Fournette does fit the Seahawk type of back. Power back, 30 carries a game um, type of guy. I don't see Seattle paying him what he wants. I don't either. And to get back where we kind of started with Ngakwe, this is huge news for Daniil Hunter owners. It uh, gives him a, a valuable bookend. He's not having to uh, face double teams all the time. Um Really good news for him. I think it's going to be a definite upgrade over Everson Griffin, especially on the later side of his career. So yeah. good move by the Vikings. I mean, what they gave up really isn't going to hurt them, and they're not going to get a player probably of Ngakwe's caliber with that pick anyway. So good move by them. Interesting. Everybody kept saying, well, it's all about the money. It's all about the he money. He took a pay cut. <laughs> he took a huge pay cut. He, he left like million. $6 million on, out there to go play with Minnesota. So, And, you know, you make concessions sometimes to be on a, on a winner. 
you know. True. He wanted out of Jacksonville so bad. I'm pretty sure any team that showed any interest in trading for him, he would be willing to go to that. It's actually in playoff contention. Um, he makes that defense a lot better. Their corners are still the most suspect thing on their team, but you know what can help out corners a lot? That's where you're supposed to answer. Sorry, I'm trying to catch up here. That was a question. Do you know what can help corners out a lot? A great pass rush. A great pass rush, exactly. So if they can get pressure, the corners don't have to cover very long, and they can kind of, uh, you know, play good defense. Uh, you know, that front seven is pretty stout looking. Uh, it's, again, the secondary, it's going to be the big question mark, I think, for them. So, who knows? Um, one one little side note here, and I don't want to get political at all, but um, this, I'm not endorsing anybody right now, but um, the Seahawks spent their Saturday practice session signing everybody up to vote, and I would encourage everyone to go register to vote so you can actually have your say in the election, no matter what side of the political spectrum you are. On, I hear a lot of people running their mouths about politics, and it's funny how yep. some of those people aren't registered to vote. Very true. So, uh, again, I'm not going to get in a politics discussion here, uh, but um, go register to vote so you can, uh, you know, whatever your opinion is, you can share it on Election Day. Um, the Seahawks did that as a team to make sure everybody was registered. Um, the NFL has got a big push about registering to vote, which, you know, it's your civic duty to go vote. It's, <laughs> it's your job. It's your job as a citizen to go voice your opinion uh, by casting your vote. But anyway, um, if you're not in the United States, then completely disregard the last two-minute conversation because it has nothing <laughs> to do with you. Um, but, yeah, uh, we had some interesting comments about the last episode, by the way. Um, oh, user YYYY, why I think it was on Podbean, uh, was listening, and he, um, let's see if I can bring up the one thing. The one thing he cracked up about was the, when I made the uh, comment that that you don't strike me as a Hamilton watcher. <laughs> I just thought that was funny that he <laughs> he, he picked that up to say, and uh, he he hey I. I I did send you that one. Can the guy with the southern accent stop burping and farting and being disgusting on air? And I've been trying to tell Daryl that for, what, four years now? Uh, nope. Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, the other big news. <laughs> actually, there's a couple pieces of big news. Yeah, yeah there that, uh, is. Now that so, we think about it, every time I, I, I stop and say, ah, we're, we got it all. There's yeah, I've another got four hit. more here. I think we'll okay. cover everything, so. Um, we've talked about Ngakwe. That's pretty good. Um, the Texans signed uh, linebacker Zach Cunningham to a four-year, $58 million extension. So that's going to keep him down there in Houston for a while. Love Cunningham down there. I think he's he's going to be one of the push into the top five this year for linebackers. Stop the presses. You said something nice about somebody from the AFC South. I don't know what you're talking about. Show's over. We're going home. <laughs> We're going to stop there. It only goes down from here, I'll just tell you. It does go downhill from here. <laughs> Way down. Uh, yeah. Um, the next piece of news is big. 
well, if it's the same one, the Giants signed free agent cornerback Logan Ryan to a one-year seven seven and a half million dollar deal. Um, still upset the Titans didn't at least try to bring him back, uh, but that's huge for the Giants because they lost uh, DeAndre Baker, they lost uh, Xavier McKinney. Um, they're thin already in the secondary, so he's going to play a big, big piece for them uh, and a pretty cheap price for him. So. Gettleman must have been listening to the IDP lounge on Friday night. I think we got a secret listener. Yeah, and I know. Dave Gettleman, because we were telling him how trash his secondary was, and then he goes out and signs uh, Logan Ryan. So, right. we will send me my we, cut. We will take credit for that signing because uh, we were telling him his, his corners are trash. Right. Uh, his corners need a lot of help. I mean, and, and Julian Love is. I mean, I like that better because I think Julian Love can then play the the slottish, right. and then Logan Ryan can kind of play the slottish on the other side. You know, they can kind of split time at safety instead of one being a dedicated safety. Because I don't think either one are really a natural safety. I think they're they're more cornerish, but I mean. Right. Go ahead. What's next? Uh, and then, um, oh man, this just breaks my heart. Charger safety Derwin James out six to eight months for surgery on a uh, injured meniscus, and I didn't even realize it when I tweeted it, but it makes so much sense. He has he become Keanu Neal two I think it's just the Chargers are a snake bit because they can't get out of their own way. Like Poor Derwin. I mean, he's so good. He's so talented. Yeah. And, and so was Keanu, but just to see him back-to-back years have injuries like that, that's just heartbreaking. And so many fantasy owners, I'm one of them. I have a ton of shares of him, and now I'm not going to be able to do nothing with him except uh, stash him on a IR. So. Yeah. yeah and it's, really disheartening. It's a shame – um, you know, it, it really just, we, we talked about last year, how deep they were at safety and all of a sudden they're not that deep. Adrian Phillips moved on. Um, yep. you know, they have Rayshon Jenkins, Nasir Adderley, um, uh, Alai Gilman, I think is the rookie they drafted. Um, he might get some playing time. Um, that's about it there. I mean, you could see Desmond King playing some safety, possibly. But, yeah. Yep. It's a shame. Um, and, again, the, you got now you got Jamal Adams and Buda Baker as your top guys. It's there. I mean, you could, I guess, throw Landon Collins in there, too. But, uh, but yeah, it's... That's a top tier of safety is just getting dismantled year after year with injuries. Yeah, I mean, it was it, when I tweeted that 2.0, you know, Keanu Neal 2.0, it's very eerie how similar, you know, back to back years for both of them getting injured, both of them top five safeties at the time. Well, at least, uh, at least Keanu Neal got to play. Very true. Very true. I think King, or uh, not King, uh, James has both been in preseason or in offseason. That he's, right. or he might have got to play last year. I don't know. I thought they were both in preseason, though. He didn't play much, if it was. I don't remember right off the top of my head. But... 
Then our final piece of news, I found it just as you hit record. Jets linebacker Patrick Nwase is out four to five weeks with a knee injury. Yeah, so, so I mean, I don't know that that really impacts a whole lot. I didn't see him as a starter anyway. I kind of did. I think he's going to be that outside situational pass rusher. Maybe Because they don't, they don't have anything. I mean, they, they need everything they can get for pass rushing right now, so. Maybe outside, I guess. Um, That's where I had him was outside. He's definitely not inside, no. I mean, Avery Williamson seems to be solidified in that middle, and Blake Cashman, I've heard rumblings that he's probably the other guy. What do you think about the, uh, before we move on completely, what do you think about the Cowboys uh, practicing without numbers or names? Did you see that Mm, over the weekend? I didn't. I did not. But they it's... they had their scrimmage, and to prevent any any leaks, any any reporting reporting to being done, they didn't wear any numbers or names on their jerseys. So they just is had that because white they're ashamed of who they got on their roster. Uh, I guess they're being ultra secretive. Why? Because somebody can't figure out that they suck right out the gate. I mean, just saying. Sorry, Waltner. Our good old buddy Walter. They're a talented team. I, I may not like them, but they're a talented team. Okay, qu- question. Does McCarthy make them better than what Garrett did? Um, Does he take them further? He could. No, no. I said, will he? Not could he. Anybody can. Well, sure, McCarthy all you got to do is win a playoff game and you're better than Garrett. Okay. I just, I don't know. I don't equal to Garrett. That, I think Garrett won, what, one playoff he, game his entire I think he did too. tenure there? Yeah, th- yeah, I think it was one. I just, I don't know. I don't. You win one, you're already as good as he was. True. In one year. So, I mean, But I don't already... think they advance any further than what they ever have. I, I just, uh... Yeah, that's And I, I don't think they're the best team in that division, which we'll get to later. But... Yeah, we will get to. There's a reason why I have them where they are. So okay. um, we'll, we'll talk about it when we go over that stuff. We will, Dan. We will talk we about will. it. Um, so that wraps that up. I believe you have something to show everybody here. So if you are on YouTube and you, uh, you know, maybe just listening to us, not necessarily looking at our beautiful faces, uh, you might want to look and check out what Daryl's got up on screen here. And then we'll zoom in so you can see. So the, the shine is off of Daryl's head. Uh, yeah, and it, and if you don't want YouTube, I will take a picture after the show and uh, uh, post it on my Twitter account. And make sure you at IDP Nation. So, you know. Yeah, I will. The people that don't uh, want to follow you but want to follow the website, they're the, the podcast. Can... Whoa, 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 whoa. People don't want to follow me. What? What the hell are you talking about? That's crazy. Uh, talk. You're out here That's slandering Derwin James, calling him counter deal 2.0. I mean, that's kind of See, insulting. that's why I don't like you. You always be twisting my words around there, rug rat. But anyway, hang on. Let me get, if you can see it's here. Phineas and Ferb, not rug Phineas and close enough. Our good friends at Trophy Smack, uh, who I do have pinned to my Twitter page for all your fantasy rings, plaques, belts, trophies, whatever. They were gracious enough to send us a ring to show off for them. It says Fantasy Champion has a big Lombardi trophy. 
On this side, it's got a football and says champion. I know this is all over the place, but and then on this side, it says champion has the NFL logo. Really heavy ring, really well made. Uh, you were good saying feel. it's like a set of brass knucks, man. Could... Oh, it's it's heavy. You hit somebody with this, <laughs> they're going to be JMF. They're going to be knocked out. It, it, that right there is MJF. That's a, that, that's happening. But yeah, so I'll, I, again, and our code is IDP Nation, correct? Yes, our code is IDP Nation. There's a link on my Twitter. That's right. Page. Actually, you want to go to Hollywood's pin tweet and click the link because that will take you yep. to our and special page to help. And when us. you do that, you're not only getting quality merchandise, a quality award or whatever you want to call it, ring, plaque, trophy. That they have everything. Man, those championship belts they got are amazing. I, I, definitely I can only imagine. That. For but, one uh, of the leagues I win, if if if, uh, if I, if, especially if I'm like a two time champ, yeah, or a five they time, five time, five time, <laughs> they champ. definitely have good like stuff. Really good stuff. Really impressed with them. Uh, thank them for sending us this uh, sample for us to show off. Um, and it not only is it a sale, but if you click the link and uh, buy something from them, it helps us at IDP Nation. We get a little bit of kickback to cover, help cover our costs with podcasts and stuff like that. So, and we've already had a couple of people buy some things. So, uh, yeah. thank you, thank appreciate you. it very much. Yes. And I mean, you know, you're gonna you're you're gonna roll in a reward. You're a winner of your league. So new leagues, you're looking for something to give. Um, not everybody has a trophy like you have sitting on your back shelf there that Pat gets passed around to the champion. Uh, right. If you're a new league, you don't have something like that. So if you're shopping around for something to give to your champion, um, you know you can get a custom ring. Maybe you just buy the winner a, a ring every year. Um, and they have some nice stuff. I mean, they have yeah. the big trophies that where you can get it engraved every, every year. They'll just send you a new little plaque, yep. and you just attach it to it. Uh, they have the big, the championship belts are my favorite. Yeah. They 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 are nice. Uh, the rings are nice, trophies are nice, and they have even just regular plaques, and they're really nice. And if they're anything, and you can like also get ring, you can also get like pranks for like your losers, can't you? Like the oh, we do. Bowls. I do have yeah. something over here they sent for us. They sent it with the ring. Uh, so, oh, by the way, so if you're not into off. so if you're not into torturing uh, your your losers of your leagues, you can just send them something to remind them that they suck. Yeah, they 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 do have a little something for everyone. You know, they have a, what is it? The toilet seat that says "I suck at fancy football" and yeah. that you put around your neck. So they they have everything you can think of. It's good stuff, good quality stuff, good prices. So uh, go buy your stuff there and help us out and uh, enjoy. Absolutely. So today we are going to predict uh, one of the things, the poll that closed, uh, nobody wanted us to really look back. Uh, zero people voted for that. So uh, we are going to spend most of our time looking ahead. Um, Peter mentioned injuries. I think injuries were going to hit hard on the IDP lounge on Friday nights. We will talk about the injuries for the Thursday games. Um but looking ahead, mostly, I guess, looking at people, you know, out, possibly, um, looking at matchups. Um, thing about matchups, though, guys, and I'll, I'll, you know, my mantra with lineups is start your studs. And if you don't have any studs, then you play the matchups. Uh, but 
it's hard to get data on matchups until we played some games. So these first couple weeks, you know, you got your top guys. You got your guys yeah. you drafted. If you drafted uh, Trayvon Mullen over Isaiah Oliver, then start Trayvon Mullen because at the time you said, I want this guy over this guy. Right. Um, you know, maybe you look at a more pass-happy offense than, than the another one. But for the most part, you start your studs. Injuries happen. Bye weeks happen. Those things happen. And then you got to start other guys. Um, it's really about the waivers. Um, I was talking, we were have, talking in the writer's chat. I don't know if you chimed into that conversation or not. I don't think you did on Sunday. Talking about the massive amounts of articles that we'll be publishing at idpguys.org this oh, yes. uh, season. There's going to be at least one article a day, pretty much, and sometimes two, from what it sounds like. Um, and we're already rolling pretty deep with articles, and the season yeah. hasn't even started. So. Well, Johnny the Greek said he writes three a week himself. So, uh, and then, every, then everybody else is is chiming in with their stuff, too. Um, in fact, I had to kind of see, you know, what can I write? Because everything's kind of covered. Uh, so I'll be touching on rookies, it looks like. And you do your stock watch, your stock report. Yep, going to do that and um, a lot of other stuff. So, yeah. IDP guys is definitely where you want to check stuff out because yeah. we are pumping stuff out left and right. I might even be writing about rookies on offense too. Dynasty oh, wow. Digest, yeah. Because look at you. I don't know. I have to check with Sean about that. But but uh, but yeah, hitting up the rookies, uh, getting that stuff done. Um, you know, and again, waivers start sits. Uh, Johnny's doing quarterback matchups. Um, I forget. I can bring it up later. We can go over it before we go. But we are going to predict this week, so that way next week we can look forward to week one, go through the matchups. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to hear us pick the games, or you don't care? We'll, we'll, I guess, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know. Do you care if we pick the games or not? It's kind of something fun for me and Daryl to do. Maybe we'll just house it on um like espn or something we'll just or yahoo we'll just click our picks in right. and uh keep track of it that way instead of maybe spending a lot of time on the show going over that stuff uh, but definitely looking ahead is what we will focus on um looking at the weekend we'll look at the matchups and look at you know big names to keep an eye on um some some big matchups to take a look at definitely and um, one thing that i did see uh, someone asked uh, or commented on the poll. They wanted to see more about snap counts. So we'll try to get that in there too. I mean, I think we did some of that last year a little bit. Snap counts on Tuesdays can be hard. Yeah, it's rough. That's a case where we, if we do the snap counts, I think we're looking back at the previous week. Well, yeah, you can't predict I mean, snap counts. I mean, you can, but you really can't. Um, that's kind of looking backwards um, for snap counts, guys. Honestly, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at who's playing um, more than somebody else, and we'll take a look at that stuff. Honestly, the the articles that um, Johnny writes, he, he writes a 10,000-word article about playing time, basically. Johnny's um, a beast. <laughs> He's he a beast. Yes. Um, and then, you know, some other people in the industry write about snap counts, Um for, for defense as well that's a big thing and it is a big deal and we'll, we'll you know talk about that definitely but tuesday night 
that information isn't always readily available. Yeah, it's a little early in the week. I know we record early, so it's a little hard for us to get that information that early. So, Stupid flyers, three to three. (laughs) Stupid flyers. (laughs) Well, that's Um, what you get when you root for those Philly teams. I'm just saying. Where's your Nashville Predators? Just saying. Oh, yeah, they've, they've been out of the bubble for weeks. See, that's just what? That's just not nice. Really? That was uncalled for. There was no sense in that. It was called for. It was perfectly called for. No, it was not called for. It's called, you make a comment, I'm going to make one back. I'm a man. I'm nearly 40 years old. <laughs> You're over 40. What? <laughs> By the way, oh, and this has nothing to do with our predictions, um... One of the guys on Last Chance U is playing at uh, Tusculum. Oh, really? Who? Uh, I think his name was R.J. Or no, that wasn't R.J. Yeah, it was R.J. Stern, wide receiver. And he's playing at Tusculum now. He's, he's, well, I mean, I don't know if you guys are playing uh, this season, but uh, he, he was going to Tusculum according to the um, Breakfast Club-like last scene where they tell everybody where they're going. Well, that's just an hour east of me. I'll have to check that out. There you go. Yeah. It was an interesting season. It wasn't really as... Um, there's not a lot of drama. You know, the, the team wasn't that good. Um, they did have one guy... One guy is going to Oregon State, Rajon Wright. His brother plays there already. Um, I can't remember his brother's name. Wright's last name. He starts for Oregon State, and um, obviously they're not playing college football to start the season, but uh, he's going to compete right. for the other starting job. And then the other kid is a walk-on at Hawaii, who I don't think is playing. Um, Dior Walker Scott was the, the wide receiver. And then there was a lineman that uh, is going to play at... Uh, somewhere in Kentucky. I forget what the school was, but it's Division Two school, I think. Cool. Uh, so it's a good show. If you if you enjoy football, it's a good show to check out because it does kind of show you what some of these kids are, you know, doing to just to try to make it to the next level, the D2 level, the D1 level. Um, so it's pretty pretty cool to, to check that out. But anyway, we're going to get into our predictions. Uh, we, we're going to go over our defensive leaders. Some of us are pretty boring, and we, we copied off of me. Somebody copied the homework <laughs> off of me. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we got some offensive guys. Uh, we'll get into some offensive awards. We did that last year, like MVP, offensive rookie. The all-pro team, we're going to stick to the defensive side. I don't think you care what we think about the offensive side of the all-pro team. Right. And then it'll go through the division predictions which is always fun because we like to piss each other off, looks like. And uh, <laughs> we also have a new sponsor, the sandwich in between there. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. So, so starting off with defensive leaders and uh, true to form, uh, tackle leaders, uh, I put the maniac, Darius Leonard. 
You did. And you true to your uh, word. See, see, when I first did that, I, I put down Darius, and I was like, you know, I'm going to said, let I'm me not be, be let me not be a copier. And... Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. I was like, I, I'm going to change this up a little bit, but I do think these two are going to be really close. I think uh, if I Leonard should... plays 16 games, it's not close because he oh, is. It's going to be close. Machine. I know he is, and I agree. He's probably going to be. The league leader in tackles, but uh, Blake Martinez is going to give him a run for his money. Yeah, he'll be over 100 easily. I, yeah, I, I, I expect that. both of them probably hit 135, 140. I, I can see both of them hitting that real easily. Very well could. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're both going to be LB1s. I don't think there's really any risk. It's funny, the next one, because you, you railed me uh, for picking him uh, in our mock draft, I think, when, when I picked Chandler Jones to lead the league in sacks, I, I think you told me that Danielle Hunter was going to lead the league in sacks. What, what, what I had a change of heart here. I think they're going to be close. Um, I think we can all agree Shaq Barrett is not leading the league again in sacks. That's just not going to happen. He's not getting 19 uh, and a half. I would agree with that. He, he, uh, will, he will be, if you read my uh, predictions about the NFC South, I think he's a double-digit guy. I do too. Yes. I just don't. He's not going to get close to nineteen and a half. Yeah, the, eleven. And I wrote a piece on or, him last uh, this off season too. I, I can see him in that twelve to fifteen range, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's hitting nineteen and a half, approaching twenty. Um, yeah, I mean he had a really good season, but you know teams are just going to be game planning to stop right. him because. He's really their only pass rush weapon. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul is getting up there in age. I don't think you need to double him as much. Right. The one person they do got a double team down there is Ndamukong Su, just because he's such a force inside. But well, that could be a reason fake. why, um, you know, that they had s- success. Um, if you look at that, if you look at that um, team, statistically they have a ton of idp studs on that team oh yeah i mean their corners are solid guys to pick up i mean because they're they seem to be always on the field yeah which isn't good but uh you know they're hoping that maybe tom brady can help you know move that offense and cut down on the turnovers which is really what killed that team last year is the turnovers yeah that's what i was about to say those interceptions and fumbles that uh Jameis Winston had. If you cut those in half, that that helps tremendously right there. Yeah. Um. So I think Chandler Jones is the guy. Um. I think Chandler Jones is set up for success there. I mean, they have a lot of weapons on that defense now, and Chandler Jones, you know, he's getting up there in age, but he's still probably one of the best pass rushers at the edge position. There is. No comment. No comment on the edge. Okay. Uh, Interceptions. I I thought about the guy you picked. I went with Tredavious White. Um, If you look at the teams that he's going to play, I think there's a lot of opportunity for turnovers. (laughs) So I'm going with Tredavious White to be league leader in interceptions. He's a good ball player. ball hawk um he still gets thrown at 
and he's still productive for IDP, even though he's a really good corner. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you test him too much, he's going to make you pay. Uh, your interception leader was? Marcus Peters. Uh, just, I mean, he's always among the league leaders. One of the best, if you get return yards for in your league, he's one of the, if not the best returner. Um, I just think he's going to get, uh, you know, he's going to get those at least five or six interceptions again. Um which should put you pretty close, if not close to leading. So, I mean, anytime, and he's had five or more every year except one year. So, kind of hard to root against him. Um, I think Patrick Queen's going to help him. Uh, you know, they're always going to be playing from the lead. So, teams are going to be uh, throwing a lot, trying to play catch up a lot. So, I think the opportunity's there. So, uh, hard to root against him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like. I like that pick. I don't know that they're going to get thrown on enough, necessarily. So, I thought about him, but again, just not. I don't think he's going to be a league leader. But, we'll, we'll see. I was pretty terrible at this last time we did this, so. Uh, One outside shot at interceptions will be Kevin Byard. He's, he's opportunistic. Always seems to be among the league leaders and picks, so. If you if you want one that's kind of a little bit more of a outside shot, I think he's the guy. But I like our guys. I think uh, definitely Tredavious White, uh, Marcus Peters. I think you got to put Stephon Gilmore up there, Kevin Byard. I think those four are your, probably your best shots. Yeah, they're good. Um, I, I thought about a couple other guys. I thought about I thought about, um, I, I thought about um, Ward from uh, Denzel Ward from the Browns. See, I just don't know that he's going to get targeted enough. I think with yeah, uh, that, greedy, greedy shoestring Williams being out a little bit, I think uh, they're, they're going to avoid uh, Ward. Greedy's so. a good cover guy, though. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There, there are some other guys I thought of, but um, Tredavious White, I think, is the guy. I don't think Stephon Gilmore is going to get thrown at. I think people have learned their lesson about that. Well, we thought that last year, and he still wound up with six picks and yeah, defensive player of the year. So, yeah. I mean. That was just stupidity. That, that Patriot defense was ridiculous. That Patriot defense, however, took a huge hit in the offseason oh losing. Yeah, they did. All the talent, which I'll get to my shock pick later. Um, so let's move on to some offense and some, some players of the year. Uh, for league MVP, I see the Chiefs. Uh, returning to form uh, offensively. Mahomes was banged up a little bit in the middle of the season, which kind of hurt some of his numbers. I can see him leading the league in touchdowns again. Um, that offense is moving. Edwards Hilaire gets added to an already electric offense. So, yeah, I, I like Mahomes to be, be once again league MVP. Uh, how about you? Yeah, that's a good choice, but I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I just think his overall game with his running ability, I think they're going to be on a bit of a mission this year since they got put out by – who was that that put them out last year? I think it was Tennessee. Uh, yeah, so they're going to be looking to um, getting back to the playoffs and challenging the Chiefs for that uh, AFC championship. I, I do think it whether it's Jackson or – 
Mahomes, it's going to be one of those two are going to be your MVP. MVP is normally a quarterback award. Yeah. Uh, and I think I it would... goes, you know, because of your playoff success too. I think you got to be a playoff team, at least kind of oh, a yeah. contender type deal. So, I mean, there have been guys that have not made the playoffs and still won MVP, but those are few and far between. True. And I don't think anybody that's not making the playoffs is going to be in the in the conversation. Right. Uh, offensive player of the year, I have Mahomes winning that too. I think he's just going to be far and away the best player. Uh, now this kind season. of ties ties into what we were just talking about. I've got Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to put up absurdly ridiculous numbers. So you don't know the word regression. I do, but even with a little aggression, he's still going to put up massive numbers. I mean, they, they're going to need him. I, I, can, I, can see, I can see him being about where he was last season. Um, I said that I, did was the, I did the NFC South. He's still, he's still an RB1. Whether or not I he's mean, the RB1 is going to be a big question. Um, there's some other think, guys that could take that through. I think they're going to run him into the ground, pass him into the ground. They're, they're going to need him, and he's going to put up ridiculous numbers. Uh, I could see him being offensive player of the year, but I just don't know that the Panthers are going to make any kind of a playoff push, and I think that well, keeps him out of the MVP. I think, I think Teddy race. B, one thing I worry about with Carolina is, is their ability to stretch the field. Right. And without that, you know, and they have some speedsters. They have some quick receivers. It's just a matter of is there a – I mean, Robbie Anderson, I guess, is their deep threat. But can Bridgewater make that connection down the field is my biggest worry. He's never really been that guy to launch downfield. Like, will this offense – how will this offense look without any preseason games? And I know they're normally vanilla and you normally don't see anything anyway. What's this right. offense going to look like? You know, are they going to run through Christian McCaffrey? Like Ian Thomas, is he going to be an impact player? Like, yeah, there's so many question marks about Carolina and what they're going to look like on both sides of the ball. I can't wait till we see some football so we can start seeing what these things right. look like. Right. Um, defensive Just a player. Over a week, year. a week and a couple days. We'll, we'll... Yeah. Defensive player of the year. I don't know how you didn't put this guy as your sack leader, but you have him as defensive player of the year. That doesn't make any sense. If you lead the league in sacks, you're on your way to being defensive player of the year. So you pick the guy at the same position. I pick Chandler Jones because I think he's going to lead the league in sacks and he's going to win the defensive player of the year because with those sacks come the forced fumble opportunities, the fumble recovery opportunities. Um, you know, you could make an um, argument that Dar- Darius good. Leonard could step in there being the tackle leader, but right. But you pick two. Yeah, I just think Hunter, he's going to challenge Jones. I took Daniel Hunter. I think he's going to challenge Jones for that sack lead. Jones might beat him slightly, but I think Hunter's overall season, I could see him getting 100 tackles again. That's pretty big for a defensive end if you can get 100 tackles. So I think, you think- he's just his overall game. And I think Minnesota being probably a better team and probably going further than Arizona, I think that kind of gives him a little bit of a heads up for defensive player of the year. I was about to say that. Is it because he's on a better team that you think he'll get the nod? Because, I mean, some people – I think that helps. I mean, I think they're both going to – 
I think they're both going to be close in sacks. I mean, I think both of them is going to be 16 to 19. I really see that. I just think Hunter's going to have more tackles, uh, probably more on a better team, like we said. Um, I'm surprised we neither one. Neither one what? You broke up a little bit there. Neither one of us picked Aaron Donald. I thought one of us. I thought one I of us. I picked Donald pick last year, and he had a kind of a disappointing season. So. Yeah. Uh, rookie offensive player of the year. We both went with the quarterback, Joe Burrow. Going to start probably all 16 games pending health. Yep. Um, and normally that, again, yep. if you're a quarterback and you do halfway decent and don't fall flat on your face. That's normally an award you win. Um, I think one of the running backs would have to, like, become, you know, Christian McCaffrey to take the reins. It doesn't look like any one of those guys. I mean, Edwards Hilaire could possibly if they yeah. give him the workload. I mean, I was watching the inside training camp and. Uh, according to the Kansas City coaches, you know, blitz pick up and per- pass protect, he's been doing pretty well. So it's it's not like he's, you know, that's normally the big test for a rookie. You know, can you protect the quarterback when you're asked to? And he seems to be doing pretty well in practice. So I know practice and games are two different things, but, you know, he could challenge, right. I think, Burrow. But I think the quarterback always kind of gets the nod with these things if, if they're close. Yeah, and I don't think Tua is going to start right out the gate. So I think Tua's that kind of takes him out. I think the best thing for Tua would be to redshirt this year and just. I do too. Get healthy, get the playbook down, practice, practice, practice. Yep. It didn't hurt Patrick Mahomes any sitting a year, and Patrick Mahomes perfectly healthy. Yep, I agree. So, uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with sitting your rookie quarterback for a year. If you want to throw him in week 16, I mean, go for it. But I don't see any reason to uh, – or game 16. I don't see any reason to rush him out there. Let him come fully back from his injury. I mean, he's practicing and things now, but let, let him heal, man. Let him get his confidence back. Let him practice and get to know the playbook and all. Um, defensive player of the year – I have Patrick Queen because I think he's going to be one of the top uh, tackle guys in in rookies. The top tackle guy in rookies. Yeah, I like that pick. That's a good one. But I'm going to take the the beast, Chase Young. I him on that uh, Washington front four, man. Everybody's does, does talking he, about it. I, I just think they're going to be too good. And he, Does he hit double digits in sacks this year? Go ahead. Does he hit double digits in sacks this year? I think he does. I, th- I think he gets 10 to 11. I think he's right there at the at, – I'll take the over. I think he's in that 10 to 12 round. Thank you. I mean, if we go with I by think Mac- he's going to have a couple games where he, he, he maybe gets two or two and a half. So I think he has a couple games like that that really puts him over that. If we go by Max Crosby's nine and a half sacks last season, you know, the, at the over under, he's over. You're saying? Yeah, he's over. And the reason I think he's got a little bit better team around him, I mean, if Kalan Farrell had done anything at all really to kind of help, I think Crosby's numbers would have been over 10 too. Sure. Kalan Farrell could have 
played better, he would have probably gotten nine and a half. Um, I think he's a big bounce. Yeah, back that's what candidate. I mean. I mean, I, I do too. I just think Chase Young with Montez Sweat and Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Kerrigan, I and I, I just think two more everybody to kind of double team, and he's going to have a really good. Re- I mean, Montez Sweat had what eight? I think it was last year. And Chase Young's a little bit better it's player than seven, uh, Montez, I so I, I like it. Ten to twelve is where I would put him. All right. Yeah, so seven or eight, somewhere in there. We're going to to kind of pause there, and we are yes. going to introduce our new sponsor. So this episode is brought to you and sponsored by Blue Chew. Take it away, Daryl. Yes. So, guys, guys, you remember the days when you're always ready to go, no matter the situation, the time, whatever. Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. And Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Yep, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. You know, go out to dinner, get you a big steak, baked potato, a couple beers. You can still take one. And since they're chewable, they work up twice as fast as a regular pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Maybe she gives you that wink, you're ready to go. Maybe she says, go ahead and get the check. Guess what? You're ready to go. So if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And the best thing, they're made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. No awkwardness, and you don't even have to leave your house you can sit around, you can watch your sports, you know, your NBA, your NFL, whatever, your NBL, and you can have them delivered right to your door. So right now we've got a special deal for all of our listeners. Go visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment, get this thing, free when you use our special promo code IDP Nation. Wait, you we're giving away stuff for free? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, it's free. All you got to do is just pay $5 for the shipping. So you got to use our special promo code, which is IDP Nation, and yes. pay the five dollars shipping. Again, that's B L U E, like the color Chew.com. Use promo code IDP Nation to try it free, and it's the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast, and remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. Uh, again, you know we. You know, we do have some some costs that incur with the podcast, so you we help do. us cover those and we get our sponsors. So please be sure to use our promo code IDPNation at BlueChew.com and check out our new sponsor. I know Daryl's been chomping at the bit all day to, to say that promo. Yeah, <laughs> I was curious I'm... as to what he was going to say and how much editing I'm going to need to do, but... You know, I was ready to whip this one out, ready, ready to go here, so... 
Um, and if you just, take blue you know, chew, hey, you can uh, be ready. To yeah, do that I mean, anytime. just picture it. You know, it's it's the end of the fantasy season. You win your fantasy league. You get that big payday. Take mama out for dinner. You know, you can says, picture it. The Flyers are tied three three. They score a goal. You can. Yeah, right there. you know, maybe she's a Flyers fan, and they they score a goal here in overtime and win this thing. And uh, they better. guess what? If you if you had your blue chew, you'll be ready at the drop of a hat. So there you go. Getting back to our <laughs> predictions here, I predict the Flyers win. Um, we'll see if that happens. Uh, I guess you all will know that result tomorrow. I might still be sitting here waiting and watching hockey. Uh, we have our all-pro team on defense. I won't be, obviously. So uh, we, we were pretty boring here. We both have uh, Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner. We both have Chandler Jones and Daniel Hunter. We yeah. both have Darius Leonard, Blake Martinez. The only difference is I have Wagner and you have Cunningham. Yep. Uh, we Tim both have Gilmore and White. Yep. And we both have Jamal Adams. The only difference, the only differences here is I'm Team Buddha and you're Team Collins. I actually had I wanted to put Derwin there, but fortunately the injury oh. injury I had to change. So. If you put him there, that's definitely an L for you. <laughs> uh, see Buddha Baker, and this is something I heard. Uh, I was watching a bit of their scrimmage on Sunday morning, and. Um, Buda Baker, this is the first time in the NFL that he's going to play the same defense two years in a row. And they're actually giving him more to do. They want him to do more. And he actually knows, you know, knows the defense a bit better than he already did. So, um, you know, he already led the league and he already led safeties in, in, in fantasy points. You know, what more can he do? with knowing the defense better. I mean, if that's what he does without knowing the defense, then I'd hate to see what he does when he does know the defense. Right. Not saying he didn't know the defense, but you know what I mean. With a, a year under his down? belt. A year under his belt um, in that defense to, to become more acclimated to it. Landon Collins will be switching defenses a bit. So. A little bit. That front seven, I don't know, man. I mean, the linebackers are a little suspect. That front four is dead. Yeah, but you got that front four, and then you're going to have Landon Collins cleaning up back there. Man, man, I'm telling you, all they need is just decent, adequate play out of those linebackers. And an offense. Well, that's that's another story for another day. But And uh, neither – spoiler alert. Uh, we don't have the Reds, the uh, Washington football team. I almost said Redskins. Yo, uh, we don't have we don't have the Washington football team making the playoffs. So no, but no, never mind. I'm okay. not gonna do it. You're not gonna go there. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there. So getting our, our our predictions, and I decided to go with a little shock value right off the bat. You did. I saw that. I was like, "What is?" I was gonna. Like? I was gonna switch this around so I could save that for for like last. But I'm just gonna go right off the bat. The Patriots a aren't making the playoffs, and b the Bills aren't winning the division. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins are winning the AFC East. Yes, folks. I will have him drug tested after the show. I. I, I 
you know, most of my picks are pretty chalk. So I wanted to go with one that was at least a little off the rails. Right. So I picked the Dolphins. I think right. Brian, I love what Brian Flores has been doing. I, I've been saying this all offseason. I love the defense he's built. Their right. edge guys are a little questionable. Uh, but their offense, I mean, if, if Fitzmagic can just be Fitzmagic and not turn the ball over 100 times, I think they'll be a good offense. They, I mean, they beat one of the best teams in the AFC down the stretch last year. They did. They helped the Ravens get that one seed, which didn't do them very much. But Yeah, I had that work out for them. It didn't work out well, but it kept the Patriots <laughs> from playing at home. All right. So. Uh, so you picked the chalk pick for the AFC East. At least I think it's the chalk pick. It's who yeah, I thought. I think... It's who I was going to put there, but. I yeah, I mean, I just think the Bills are in a prime position, you know, with all the uncertainty around the Patriots. I do like your Miami pick. I do like that. I do like what they're doing down there. I just – I don't think it's this year because I think they're going to need another year, especially if they sit Tua, like you mentioned. I don't know that that will happen, but if they do, there's going to be a learning curve. I, th- I think they're another year away from being a good piece to contend for that. So, I mean, hey, if it works out, then – that's a big feather for you, but uh, I, I just think the Bills are the front runner. There's uh, always a team that comes out of nowhere, though. If you think about there it, is. there's always a team that comes out of nowhere to make the playoffs or win a division that you never thought was going to happen. There is. I just, I just don't think it's going to be the Dolphins. I really don't. Yeah. So you're going with the Bills. Uh, the yeah. West, the West and the North is pretty chalky. Uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens. I think the Chiefs and the Ravens are are far and away the best two teams in the AFC. Right. Um, the the Chiefs with their passing attack, their defense. Uh, they didn't really lose anybody of note. I mean, if they did, they replaced them pretty much. I mean, they might have lost a corner, but I mean, I think they'll be all right. Um, the rate. I don't think the I don't think the Broncos are close enough to make a run. I don't think the Raiders are there yet. I don't think the char the Chargers are <laughs> a full rebuild. Uh, so I-, I think the Chiefs definitely the Ravens. I can see the Browns being better this year. I don't think they're a playoff team. No, the Steelers I do have as one of my wild cards. I also have the Bills as a wild card team. So. The runners up. I think those two teams will be the five and six seed, and not too far away from the Ravens. I mean, if Big Ben stays healthy, that team's—I mean, that team was pretty good without him last year. If they had a semi-competent quarterback, they would have went a little further. They could have right. made the playoffs. Um, Ben's arm is feeling better, um, and that, that offense clicks when, when he's there. Um, but the Ravens' rushing attack, and and they've been prove their defense they they saw what the titans did to them last year and they addressed it um with some stoutness in the middle on that line um so you picked the ravens as well um you have the steelers as a wild card team as well so i think we're all on track there i think the browns get better the bengals may improve from being the worst team in the nfl but they still got some 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 time to go. I think they got a couple more years, but I mean, maybe a year or two away from competing. Um, 
But I do think Burrow will make them at least not a laughing stock. Right. I agree with that. Uh, moving on to the south, and here's where I piss off Daryl. Of course. Why wouldn't you? I got the Colts winning. Oh, Flyers win. Still alive. <laughs> Staying alive. I done flipped uh, over to Vancouver and Vegas, man. I done well, that's all after that this. So. Uh, but anyway, I got the Colts. Uh, they they they're a good team. They have a solid defense. They had the maniac there. Um, their offensive line is one of the best in the league. They have a they have a, a three headed monster at running back. Philip Rivers, if he can just manage the game he doesn't have to to do anything crazy right they can win a lot of games ugly and in the afc south that's what that's what kind of happens is the team that wins the division normally wins ugly and i think the the colts can do that um i think the titans um they're, they're gonna be knocking on the door the texans are gonna be there too i, I think the texans got worse this year though yeah they do um, they, they just don't, I mean, Watson, you can't count him out, I don't think, but right. I don't think they're just as good of a team. I think they lost a lot. Especially um, when they traded away DeAndre Hopkins, that really hurt them. Well, yeah, that's the big piece. I mean, yeah. their receivers, they, they have good receivers. I don't see any of them being a game changer, though, when it comes to DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, Will Fuller can't stay healthy. I don't want to count out Deshaun Watson, but I mean, does David Johnson have anything left in the tank? I think he'll he'll be all right, but I don't think he'll he's be okay. going to be. That. He's not going to be an RB one. No, 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 no. So I mean, you have the Titans. Obviously, you think they're going to just pound the rock yeah. with Henry? Yeah, I, I think if y'all keep telling me that Tanny heals the goodness down there, so and, and as long as he plays like he did last year and that's what they need. That allows Henry to run and do what he does. So they complement each other well. They've got a good defense that's expected to be better than it was a year ago. Because um, of Vic Beasley. And they're... Oh, Jesus Christ. See, we, we almost made it. We almost, almost. fucking made it. Almost. Jesus. But uh, I'm just going to ignore that comment. But uh, they're the defending champs until somebody knocks them off. Uh, I'm going with them. I, I'm like well, you. The, I think Chiefs, the Chiefs are the defending champs until somebody knocks them off. Not my AFC South, they're not. Don't be twisting my words. Uh, I'm like you. I just think uh, Houston has lost too many pieces with Hopkins. You don't know what you're getting with uh, J.J. Watt. Um, you don't have so anything to say about the Colts. I picked the Colts. Yeah, the Colts... I... I think the Colts are going to be second. I really do. I, I can see Houston slip into third. I think that division is going to be a beat them up bang them up I don't think nobody's going to run away with it by any means. Um, yeah, I'm not afraid of Phillip Rivers' arm necessarily. But I yeah, think, I'm not either. I think he is good enough to do what he's got to do to keep them in games. I mean, he could definitely... Yeah lose them games in the last drive because he's done that with the Chargers for years. But Right, and they have some good pieces around him, you know. I think their rushing, their rushing attack is what's going to help them the most because they have three very capable running backs and they can pound the ball. That's yeah, all they too. have to do is pound the ball and they can win 
They can win games. Get behind Big Q. The Big Uglies. Yep, and DeForest Buckner is going to help them a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even mention DeForest Buckner helping out that, that front line. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge – that's probably their biggest pickup more than Rivers or anybody else's Buckner. Uh, that really kind of scares me for my Titans because he's a beast. Uh, yeah. They're they're really you're going to have to account for him, and if you're focusing on him, what does that let you do with Darius Leonard? So, um, yeah, I think they're going to be. I think them and the Titans are going to be one and two. I th- I see Houston slipping, and then Saxonville. They're just down there at the bottom because they can't keep players and they don't know what they're doing, and they probably just should go ahead and move to England because that's the only people that like them. So, well, during a pandemic, you can't move to England. Well. Um, there you yeah, go. I mean, I don't know what Jacksonville's doing. They're they're it's it's like they do want to move. Like <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, dude. I have no idea. I mean, uh, I guess what what's the term? Um, tucking tucking tail for for Trevor is is that what they're doing? Man, uh, if I was Trevor and they directed me, I'd be like, you know what? I made a mistake. I need to go back to Clemson for another year. <laughs> well, I doubt, I doubt he'd want to do that. Uh, moving on to the NFC, we'll come to our championships uh, later. But you had the Steelers and Patriots. I had the Bills and the Steelers. So I have the Patriots missing the playoffs again. Um, you could mute your mic before you do that kind of crap, you know. Especially when I'm talking and you're not. Uh, moving on to the NFC East. Uh, I got the Cowboys. And this is where earlier you were alleging um, you have the Eagles. And I'll tell you why I don't have the Eagles. I don't have the Eagles because their offensive line's beat up already. They've lost three guys on the offensive line before the season's even started. Carson Wentz is already banged up. Rager's beat up. Um, Jeffrey's on the pup list. The def- defense, there's a couple guys that haven't even practiced in a couple weeks. They have so many injuries piling up in the season, hasn't even kicked off yet. Meanwhile, the Cowboys that. lost McCoy, but, I mean, that's the only real loss that they've had on their team. I get it, but I just don't have faith in them. They've always been the more talented team in that division, and it's gotten them nowhere, really. They haven't always been. They have three top-flight receivers. They don't even need a tight end. They got a good offensive line. They got a good run game. Exactly. They've had Elliott. They've had a dominant run game with that offensive line. They've had Amari Cooper. They've had had Prescott. They've had Witten. They've had the pieces to win, and they've just – they've failed every time, so – that's it's Mr. Claps. He lost the team a while ago. <laughs> and Jerry Jones should have fired him a few years ago, probably. Um, but Should he have even really hired him? I don't see why not. I mean, he was your you know, offensive guru. He ran good offenses. It's just his, his head coaching didn't really work. That's why with the Giants, I don't mind the hire as an offensive coordinator. Right. I just don't think he should be a head coach. You know, there's certain guys that are good coordinators, terrible head coaches. Right. I agree with that. Not everybody's cut out to be that head guy. I mean, there's different coaches in the league that succeed at at doing different things. I mean, they had a good team last year, and Philadelphia backdoored their way in. So, you know, I I I mean, 
to, to I bring think up Philly's my, the team to beat. I don't think they are. Uh, to bring up my point, Gus Bradley, great defensive coordinator, not a very good head coach. True. So I mean, you, you know, you got you got guys that are good at being coordinators, but when you give them the whole, you know, the whole keys to the car, they're not that great. Um, the West. Yeah, I think it's between these two teams, and I think the Seahawks edged this year um, because of the Jamal Adams trade and the fact that the 49ers wide receivers can't stay healthy to save their life. Um, so I'm, I'm going with my Seahawks. That's fair. That's a homer pick. I did it. So it's a I'm bit of a kidding. homer pick, but I think that Jamal Adams trade is them saying they're all in. Now they would have went out and gotten Gawkway too. Then, then I would say they're really going all in. But I think they are all in. Like they're they they signed. Yeah, you know, they traded for him for a reason. That was one of their biggest weaknesses in the secondary. They brought in uh, Quentin Dunbar, who's a pretty solid corner. He's 10,000 times better than Trey Flowers. Oh, God, yeah. So, I mean, you have actual, like, second corner on the team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> they, they made small moves to help their secondary, and that's what they needed. Because, really, when it came down to it, their secondary was their biggest liability. Part of that is lack of pass rush, which they're still faced with. Um, but according right. to you, Daryl Taylor is... Uh, I'm telling you, you're gonna, gonna solve like that him. problems. He's gonna help you out. He's got that man not sure, and he's gonna solve all the problems. That's right. You know what movie that's from? Oh, I should. I just can't think of it right now. Idiocracy. Yes, yes, yes. We got this guy not sure, <laughs> and he's right. gonna solve all the problems. Or we're gonna kill him. That's President Mountain Dew Camacho, 15-time SmackDown champ. <laughs> uh, so you're the Niners. I did. Did Joey, did, did Joey the Tooth pay you to make that pick? No, but he should. He should. Uh, he should. He owes me. Um, I just think they're going to be coming off of that so close last year Super Bowl run. I think they're going to be. Motivated. You know what happens to the Super Bowl runner-up every year? I do. They I don't do. make the playoffs. I have them as a wild card just because I think they're a really talented defense and I think their defense can carry them. I still um, think they win that division. Uh, my one it's issue. It's going to be close. Seattle will make it close. I think whoever wins the series between those two uh, is the is yeah. the actual winner. Uh, but I, I think San Francisco's defense really sets them apart from everybody else. Here's the um, one thing that concerns me at the 49ers as a team and, and trying to look at this – you know, not as a biased Seahawks fan, but right. in when it came down to crunch time, Shanahan did not want the ball in Garoppolo's hands. He wanted he wanted to ground it out. He did not want Garoppolo being the guy to make the throws because he didn't think he could make the throws. And meanwhile, in Seattle. You got a guy, Russell Wilson, when the second half rolls around, they say, Russ, save us. And they give him the ball and say, you know, we need you to bail us out again because that's what normally happens. So, I mean, I just look at the confidence in the quarterback and 
There were people murmuring that they they were thinking about bringing in Tom Brady. I know the, their murmurs and that never happened. It never came to fruition. Yeah, but, but how close was that really close to happening? I don't know. You, I don't know either. I don't think Shanahan believes in Garoppolo. If they didn't believe in him, I don't think he'd be there. I think he's good enough to run their run-heavy offense. But like I said, when it came down to crunch time, what did they do? Yeah. Same thing you can say about the Titans. The Titans, when it came down to crunch time, what they do? They ran the ball. They did that's not what they're good the at. Ball. I, I know that's what they're good at, but... I don't think you can... Well, starts. I don't think you can compare San Francisco to Tennessee. I don't think they're the same teams either, but, I mean, they both have good defenses. I think they, they don't want their quarterback to be put in a position to have to win the game. Right. Like they're both the same in that respect. Is they don't want their quarterback to have to go win it. They want to have the game in hand, which every team does, obviously. But yeah, I get that. I mean, NFC I, North, we both got the Vikings. Um, I think yes. that last piece. Yep. Even if they re-signed Everson Griffin, I think I still would believe this. I don't think the Packers are as good as they have been in recent years. Nope, I think that window's closing. I think that window's just about closed. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is still pretty good, but he's not Aaron Rodgers of a couple years ago. I'm with you. I think and the Ngakwe piece was a huge piece for them that kind of just solidified and pushed them as the front runner. And The one thing is, though, I will, I will say is the Vikings do need Jefferson to be healthy and on the field. Oh, yeah. Yes, they do. If he's not healthy and on the field, they're going to struggle offensively a bit, which, I mean, their defense can still pick them up. But um, but I still think the Packers have too many issues. I mean, I still have the Packers making the playoffs, but I think they're the sixth seed. I think that's a weak division, so it gives the Vikings a leg up. I mean, Detroit, Detroit, I think Patricia's getting fired this year. Sorry, Nate. Sorry, Johnny. Well, Johnny's a Cowboys fan, so you you should you should well, be apologizing to him for. Yeah, I am apologizing to him because he's a Cowgirls fan, so that's just even worse. At least Nate, I was telling him the truth that he already knew. I mean, come on. I think Patricia's getting fired. Um, Do you th- really? Yeah, he's had three or four years of, and he hasn't done anything with the team. If, if the wheels completely fall off, I agree. We, but I think if he. He's fired after this year. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm saying next year, but if the if it he's, goes really he's going to be the first you, coach the, fired. The, oh. <laughs> oh, I think everybody in Detroit would agree with me. I don't know. They, oh. I think they're I think they're sick of him <laughs> trying to do things the Belichick may, way when that doesn't work all the time. He may get fired, but I don't know that he'll be the first fired. Who else is going to get fired? Adam Gase. Well, that's a possibility. <laughs> I'm just Bill I mean, O'Brien. Who's going to fire him himself? I God, I hope not. I hope they keep him forever, <laughs> and I hope he keeps trading uh, away the best players he's got. You go, Bill O'B. You are the bomb, man. So, and the Bears, I don't think they don't have a quarterback. I mean, Trubisky's not good. Foles. Foles is not going to lead them anywhere. Neither is Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying they don't have a quarterback. Or Trisky. That makes me think think of Triscuits. 
the fact that they can't say that Foles has far and away beaten out Trubisky for this job tells me all oh, they, I need to know because they don't they don't they now don't have a running game because Cohen's oh, their yeah. gadget back basically. Could they sign Fournette? I think that's the most likely landing spot because they're the team that needs a running game and a coach that you know the seat's getting a little hotter in Chicago. I think. For Nagy, he yeah. he was not the one that that said give me Trubisky though. I mean that was the that's the GM, true. That was the GM's doing. Well, how about this? Um, how about they're just giving Trubisky every opportunity to prove them wrong that he is the guy, and they're just playing it down to the wire. They didn't really help him too much. I mean, Ted Ginn they signed, but that's not really giving him help. He has good receivers. I mean, they drafted 15 tight ends this year, so. <laughs> right. But, anyways, uh, moving on to the south. I have the Saints and Drew Brees in Drew Brees' final season, um, winning the division. You have. Uh, yeah, I pulled one of your stunts. I wanted to go out there a little Tom. bit, so I'm taking I'm taking TB12 in the Bucks. Have you watched the NFL Network? Actually, I have not the last week. I've been so covered up at work. I've so if you did, to... you'd see nothing but wall-to-wall Buccaneers coverage. Oh, really? It's sickening. Cause, Don't be a cause hater. They, you, they you've follow... been a hater of him forever. Don't be a hater. They got the former 24-7 champ down there. How can they not win? There are 31 other teams that deserve more press than the Buccaneers, but because Tom Brady and, and Rob Gronkowski are there, they, they got to have their cameras there and talk about them 24-7. Don't be hating on TB12. I, I'm not hating on them. I'm hating on the NFL Network's obvious bias of. See, I've not I've not had a chance to see that because of work. But, they yeah. need to cover the thirty. They need the NFL Network wants to be fair and biased. They need to cover all thirty-two teams equally. Right. And I don't care if it's boring TV. You cover each team. You don't just spend your entire day talking about Tom Brady. You watch yeah. Good Morning Football. It's five topics about Tom Brady and Rob oh, really? Gronkowski and Bruce Arians. And then you I watch just... Inside Training Camp, and they're all like, oh, we got to go to Bucks Camp. Right. I get that. I just, I, I kind of, I do. I get that. If that's the case, then I do understand that. I just, it's been bad. One of yours. It's been bad. I think the Bucks have a good chance. Is this year that Drew Brees falls off? You got the little Kamara. Uh, situation going on down there. I think um, they'll be fine. I, I think they will be too. Um, and I think it's going to be close. If the Bucks win, it's going to be close. I think the Saints are going to – they would have have to have a couple bad games not go their way or whatever, and the Bucks would have to be, I think, play perfect for the most part. I think both of them would have to be in that 10, 11, 12 window. Um, I'm excited just to see – if nothing else this year, I want to see, was it Belichick or was it Brady? Was it both? And we'll we'll know this. If the Patriots win like nobody's business, then we know it was Belichick. If if Tampa Bay comes out of nowhere and does this, then we'll kind of think it's Brady. If they uh, both fall flat on their face, then we'll know it's kind of both, you know? Well, that's what I got happening. I don't have the Patriots or the Buccaneers winning, getting the playoffs. And I think it has more to do with the Buccaneers – They'll get close. They'll be in the hunt. 
but and, I, know it I won't think happen, Tom but... Brady is a 42-year-old quarterback is just not what he was. And I know it won't happen, but how great would a Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl be? Be god that awful. Be... <laughs> that would be That'd great. Be awful. I'd rather yeah. see your prediction, except for the the wrong the other team winning, but. Um, whatever so the wild cards i had the packers and niners you have the saints and the packers so i mean we have basically almost i mean same team except eagles cowboys were different eagles cowboys and buccaneers oh yeah bucks is pretty much the only difference that's you don't have the seahawks in so oh i don't do it oh shoot that's why i don't feel bad about the colts now you Um, know what i completely missed that and i I'm going to change that right here. You are, huh? I am. I'm going to change that because I'm taking the Packers out. I'm going to take the Packers out and put the Seahawks in. I didn't even realize I'd done that. Sorry, Dan. (laughs) You don't have to. I did not. I didn't even realize I'd done that. I was looking at divisions and it just completely slipped my mind. The AFC champ. I have the Chiefs being the AFC champ. I have them going back to the Super Bowl. I just think they are the best all-around team the ravens give them a run for the money which is your pick i'll I'll kind of spill the beans there um you have the ravens going to the afc championship and and i don't i honestly think it's a coin flip between the two teams it's can lamar jackson learn to be more of a balanced offense quarterback because you saw what happened when Tennessee stifled their run game. They couldn't yep. pass. <laughs> so yep. can they Tennessee be a little more balanced? definitely had the blueprint for them, that's for sure. Yeah, and they, they you know stopped the run and in turn stopped Lamar Jackson from being productive. Can he develop a little bit more as a passer? Um, you know, he's pretty prolific as a passer last year. I mean, he had a lot of passing touchdowns and things, but when the tough yeah. gets going in these tough defensive battles, can you make those throws in the clutch that he failed to make against Titans, basically? Right. Um, and Mahomes was the defending Super Bowl champ. I mean, I think they're going to make it back. Um, I, I think the Niners will make the playoffs despite this, the Super Bowl hangover. Um, but you have teams like the Rams. I mean, the Cardinals are even an improved team. I don't think they'll be there, but I think the NFC West is quite possibly your most competitive division. I think the NFC yeah, South, the NFC South will also give a little bit of run. I think Carolina is the only team in that division that isn't going to be uh, top dog. But yeah, there's a couple divisions that are really stacked with talent. I mean, I think the NFC West is the best division i'm not just saying that as a seahawks fan there's a lot of competition there cardinals getting better rams rams reloaded a bit um they're they lost one of their big off-season draft picks though um so they're a little leery um and the niners again are defending nfc champs um nfc championship i have the seahawks winning like i said i think that jamal adams trade and, and the acquisition of Quentin Dunbar really propped them up. I think they probably make some kind of pass rush signing from now, between now and the end of the season. 
and help bolster that a bit. Um, either it's bringing back Clowny or they gotta bring Clowny back, right? They can at this point. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised he's not signed. I mean, we're we're what a week away basically, and he's not signed. Yeah, who needs training camp? And you have the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers as the NFC champs, defying the hangover effect. I do. I think they can do it. I think they have the defense to do it. And we both have the NFC winning. I have the Seahawks winning. You have the 49ers winning. Yeah. So, um, I just think the Seahawks get lucky against the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs really lost that game or won that game because of a you know, third and long to, to Tyreek Hill and I tell you what, if Chris, if Seattle, Jones, Chris Jones and Frank Clark dominating the second half of that game. If Seattle can sign Clowney or get that pass rush going, then I like them a lot better. But that's where my hang-up with them is, just that pass rush. I mean, I know I like Daryl Taylor, but you can't expect a rookie to come in there and just be yeah. what you need. I, he's going to need a little time. But they're going to have to get a Clowney or something like that. Trade for somebody, I don't know who, but – they're, they're going to have to get some kind of piece. That that pass rush for me is kind of what did it for me. I love their offense with Metcalf and Wilson and Carson and uh, Lockett. And, and you got Greg Olson. I know he's about done, but he's got so hey, much experience. Tweet, can was, do it. He was tweeting out the other day that uh, somebody was making him look old. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like what they've got together on offense. I just think the 49ers defense, you know, even though they lost Buckner, they're getting Kinlaw, and they're not losing any other pieces. Uh, I just think that defense, and it shows in the NFL. I mean, Tennessee showed last year, if you can run the ball and play defense, you can go a long way. And I think uh, Seattle can do that too, though. Yeah, but like I said, that they don't have the the front four the 49ers do. Right. I do but, like Jamal Adams. But, He's going to help you guys a lot. If you're playing the 49ers, do you need a front four to put the pressure on Garoppolo, or do you need a run-stopping team? True. So, I mean, I think they're they're fine without, you know, pressuring Garoppolo too much. I mean, I think they get a lot. I think Jerron Reed is going to have a good bounce-back season. Reed will be good. Puna Ford's a good backup. Um, Daryl Taylor will be good. Rashawn Green's a good piece. Uh, Bruce Irvin will be okay. I think uh, Jamal Adams comes down and gets you a few sucks. I think it's going to be a committee approach as far as pass it rush. Probably will be. It takes a team. It does. It does take team a team. Effort. I just, I mean, for me, the deciding factor is that 49ers defense. I just think they're a little better, especially up front. So. Team on me, team on three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get into that football man training camp mentality uh so that about do it um I, I guess one thing we did not mention today we mentioned a couple other sponsors but we also want to mention myfantasyleague.com um, i'll be spending a lot of time on myfantasyleague.com with my roster cut downs my ir moves my covid moves all of that stuff apparently we have to worry about some potential roster or uh, position changes from our buddy Gary Davenport. Yeah, he said there's not going to be a bunch. No, not a bunch, but there could be a few. Especially since there was no preseason. 
Right. I think Logan Ryan is probably one that we can assume to a safety. Uh, I, I've heard DeMonte Casey mentioned as a move to safety. Those aren't in, in stone, obviously, because they haven't been announced. But I think those are the two big-name guys. I think the rest of the guys are pretty much safe. I mean, there might be a few minor moves here or there. Right. So we will see when they come out. Check for our timelines. We normally take a picture and retweet. Um, but that'll about do it. Anything else for the people nope. there, Daryl? No, I think covered thing i mean when you win your championships on my fantasy and you will win your championship if you're listening to us here at IBP nation uh be sure that you uh get yourself nice and something nice and pretty from our, our guys at trophysmack.com and uh you know when you get all that that big payday from winning the league you can uh, take mom out for something to eat and uh you know you can help our uh, help us out with our other sponsor you know be ready with bleaching you know just uh uh, lock and load, and you'll be ready at the drop of a hat. Yes, sir. And that'll about do it. Um, check out our Patreon page. Become a patron today. Yes. Uh, our patrons, Love we our encourage patrons. you guys to, uh, to to post your picks, your predictions, so we can uh, you know revisit those. Um, and and we'll be getting some stuff with that. Remember hashtag IDP Nation predict. And give us your predictions. Uh, that'll be about it as far as this goes. Good night now. We will see you all next week when we're getting ramped up for Houston at Kansas City. Thursday night ring ceremony. That'll be outstanding. Go Hawks. Tighten up.